and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today, um, and very happy to welcome our two guests today. I'm Sheriff Karamat from CEO of PCMA and Don Welsh, um, uh, the CEO and President of Destinations International. Thanks for joining us, Sheriff and Don. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, Tyler. Excellent. Um, and I guess, the, you know, the big news with your two organizations right now is you're gearing up for um, the March 23rd to 25th Business Events Industry Week um, slash Destination Showcase. Why don't you uh, let uh, listeners know what that event is and sort of the history uh, behind how your two uh, organizations came together for that? Hey, Sheriff, you want me to take the first part and then you can pick up the um, the exciting things that we built over the last couple of years. Absolutely. Why take it away, Tom? Outstanding. So, Tyler, when um, you know, we had, had Destination Showcase for many, many years um, at DMAI and uh, certainly since we rebranded about five years ago. And um, I think we, we realized that uh, with various programs that we had, they it, it, they had run their cycle. And that when you looked at the uh, the power of the event, really it was for the destinations to maximize their their time with customers, with the event and business plan planners that um, that were members of PCMA. And we've always had a great relationship uh, with our organization, Sheriff and I in particular. And when um, we thought it was the appropriate time to begin expanding how we can really maximize time and get as many planners in front of the destinations. It really led to a conversation with uh, Sheriff and I, and we forged a business relationship that um, launched in uh, 2019, and we successfully had a program in 2020, and uh, unfortunately, COVID showed up. But since then, uh, we continue to collaborate, and uh, Sheriff and I have a vision for this, and I'll kick it over to him to talk about some of the things that have been added since uh, 19 and 20. Thank you, Don, and good day, everybody. And Tyler, thank you for having Don and myself on your program. Uh, you know, it, it, it is said that when you um, when you do business and you do uh, good business with strangers, it's a great thing. When you do uh, good business with family, it's an even better thing. And I think of Don Welsh and, and Destination International as my family. And uh, it's it just uh, Don has done a remarkable job in leading uh, Destination International to great prosperity. And um, and 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 truth be known, uh, many of uh, the destination international members are also great partners and members of PCMA. So we are a good family together. Um, but coming together as two organizations to do something bigger than our, our individual selves was our vision. And uh, one would argue that Washington DC is the global capital for associations and indeed many Fortune 500 companies are located around the DC area and not to forget uh, uh, media, global media. The vision of business industry was to come together and bring all the stakeholders uh, to Washington DC, the nation's capital and the global headquarters for associations one week a year, uh, allowing us to maximize the impact that we have on the industry and also utilize the dollars that we have effectively. And so that led our thinking to what can we do and how can we come together. Uh, in 2021, um, 20, uh, as Don said to you, uh, COVID and 2020 was the start of something, but 2021 was, was COVID. 
So we thought that 2022, we will launch the inaugural uh, event that we call Business Events Week, The Power of Purpose. And the idea is to just bring all buyers and suppliers together, focusing on four areas, uh, content, commerce, community, and the experience that we have. We know and we believe that our industry is critically important for economic growth um, in all communities around the country and around the world. And we believe that the platform that we have will allow us access, especially in Washington, D.C., to government, but also to media. And our goal, not in year one, but in year two and year three and years forward, is that we will bring together global media and, and global politicians to this forum to discuss the importance of the business events industry and the, and the role that it's going to play in economic good and in social good. In short term, this year, we're starting out with um, some great partners. Um, the I and PCMA, of course, are, are, are incredible partners, but we have got IAEE that's a part of the event. The Events Industry Council, EIC, is a part of the event. And the LGBT MPA organization is also a part of the event. And I want to mention, um, while uh, it was short term, our friend at ASA, Michelle Mason, is also um, very, very supportive of this event and will be a part of the event. Likewise, we have organizations such as US Travel, Brand USA, and others who are supportive and uh, will ensure that they support us in any way that we can, uh, want to be supported. And, and I guess, and maybe I'm uh, wrong on this, but I mean, every year, the industry would typically, and, and I've got, I, we're talking about non-pandemic years, I guess, again, but um, would go to D.C. and talk with uh, politicians, uh, representatives to sort of ab advocate for the industry. Is this sort of related to that in any way in, in gathering um, sort of everyone in the industry there in D.C. during this time? Don, do you want me to start that and maybe you take it uh, to the I'll pick it up a little bit. You know, I, I think what you're referring to maybe uh, has tra traditionally done with uh, Roger Dow and his organization at uh, right. US Travel, which yeah. is Destination Capitol Hill. But right. I think, you know, just to, just to pick up on the fact that we all began lobbying much greater than uh, we probably ever have, because I think we need to get in front of lawmakers, not only in the importance of keeping destination organizations healthy, but understanding that the meetings and events industry that was going to be the first segment to recover outside of a leisure traveler also needed that support. So uh, I know the sheriff and uh, MPI and ASAE and others have done a great job to really get theirs. So yes, the uh, U.S. travel uh, event will take place in April okay. and, uh, and hopefully lawmakers will be able to see uh, uh, those coming in from destinations and other organizations. Great. Yeah. I guess they're, uh, yeah, I guess you'll soft, soften it up for them on the ground there. So their job will be easier when they go in. Huh? Well, I, I applaud the fact that that um, when the industry found out that it wasn't getting necessarily the, I guess, the attention and respect that it deserved, there was actually a coalition put together yeah. uh, led by David Audrain and uh, David Dubois to, uh, to make sure that somehow lawmakers understood the power and what meetings do far beyond uh, you know, heads and beds and restaurants, but yeah. really what it does for the overall economic uh, condition of a, of a destination. That's a good point. Um, and so really, I guess the um, one of the messages is, is the power of purpose and how uh, we see the future of business events. Um, what does that 
you know, mean? And uh, why is it important to have this event right now? Uh, there's a number of reasons why this is important. First, first and foremost, the, the power of purpose was talking about the role that business events plays in broader society. And uh, if the pandemic highlighted something uh, was the lack of business events and the role that it played in almost every single industry, um, in every sector, and, and how badly it was missed. So uh, the purpose was not just economically. It was about how we, we bridge uh, understanding uh, for many things. Um, today happens to be uh, the day of International Women's Day. And, and it, it is a, a real fundamental role that uh, bringing people together uh, from all walks of life to solve complex issues um, is what business events does. And, and so today is a good example. And it's really fitting, actually, Tyler, that we're speaking today about this issue. So that's one. Two is equity across all sectors, and whether it's it's uh, as we speak a women's issue today, but equity for um, for um, LGBTQ, for um, uh, people of, of various colors, whatever the issue is, um, we our industry brings people together to solve that, and solving that uh, hand in hand with different sectors, with government at the table, um, is important to us. Um, and, and doing that in the nation's capital would obviously give us easier access to make that happen. Great. I mean, what, tell us, um, you know, what are some of the highlights um, of the event when you uh, it actually starts and then people are engaged with it? Well, you know, it's funny. Before we actually kick in, we found that a lot of our, you know, we're going to start on, um, on that Wednesday with the Convention Sales and Services Summit which uh, will probably have close to 200 people coming in and it will be a complete day of training and exposure. And then that evening uh, we'll be having a bit of a joint cocktail reception uh, with, with certain customers coming in from uh, EIC. And then of course, uh, I'll turn it over to Sheriff. He can talk about the great things MPI, excuse me, PCMA is doing. Pardon me, Sheriff. I was talking. Uh, that's about, all right. I mean, they're all good friends and I'm hoping that they will. They're all good they friends. <laughs> And uh, no, then we, uh, on Friday, we get into Showcase, which is building uh, more rapidly by the day. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think that every, I, I, everyone can benefit from this event. We've got the, the Sales and Services Summit. Uh, PCMA has its Partners Conference and uh, its Chapter Leadership Retreat. We also have our board meetings um, uh, on the Wednesday. Um, and of course, we've got Visionary Awards um, happening. Um, on uh, uh, Thursday night before uh, Destination Showcase. Right now, we already have um, uh, 750 people registered for Visionary Awards, which is phenomenal uh, pacing. So that's doing phenomenally well. So that's going to be a, a really nice event. And then we have Destination Showcase, and we are well on target to exceed the, uh, the, our initial goals of that event. Um, so it's a combination of various things. Uh, we will certainly invite the media, uh, both from the trade as well as from other sectors, um, uh, to to meet with us and to discuss uh, the importance of business events and the role that we plan on playing going forward. And um, and and our, you know, the fact is that this opportunity, when you think back, say going back four or five years ago, Tyler, 
we used to have um, maybe longer than that. We used to have springtime. We used to have visionary awards. We used to have destination showcase. We used to have IAEE leadership, women's leadership initiative. We're bringing all of these things together under one umbrella. So it is actually allowing our supplier partners um, to maximize their sales efforts and their business development efforts and spending a lot less money doing it. So I think this shows that true collaboration or we can spread our money further, but actually save our supplier partners dollars, uh, which I think in this day and age is very, very important given what they have suffered through the last two years. You know, and just to piggyback on that, uh, we, we've also heard from both the destinations and the planners saying how much they appreciate the fact they get a chance to conduct so much business without mm-hmm. having to come back multiple times throughout the year. And, uh, and I think it's, it's being very respectful to the planner community because we realize right now we're ramping up uh, meetings uh, probably at an all-time high right now. And a lot of the organizations are still uh, short-staffed, not where they were before COVID. And I think it allows uh, just optimum time and efficiency for everybody involved. We've certainly heard that from the destination side. And what are you guys hearing about the ramp up? Uh, what sort of the latest figures uh, you've been privy to as uh, to the return of the industry? Well, I'll turn that to Sheriff. Okay. Well, what we are seeing is that, um, and and with, let me preface this with the um, certainly with the um, with the decline of Omicron very very quickly. It's been very very positive. And events are moving forward. Events are actually happening across the country, around the world. Um, you know, there are still certain restrictions that exist as in terms of borders and, and tests that are required. Uh, but hopefully some of these are being lifted uh, faster and faster and that, um, um, uh, that events or uh, attendance are not being so impacted. There's obviously the economic impact of COVID that's impacting attendance. But if we can lift the other restrictions, I, I think things are going to move faster. But what you're hearing about now is less around cancellations and more about moving forward. And you're also hearing the fact that people who had sort of pushed their events out of January and February and potentially March, trying to get their um, events scheduled to other uh, quarters in the year. So you're going to see a bit of compression, uh, which would be caused by that. And that will also possess, uh, pose some challenges for our suppliers, as well as our event organizers, because some of our suppliers are still um, challenged by uh, recruiting and bringing back employees. Um, obviously, uh, uh, you know, the sector was very hard hit and a lot of employees were laid off. So um, trying to bring back the service levels and so forth. So we're asking um, of everyone right now. And I think that people are showing a lot of grace and a lot of um, a lot of kindness to the fact that um, all sectors of the industry is trying to um, bring back itself, but which is good for business, which is good for the economy and and um, and good for all sectors. So I, I, I see positives are coming out of this. You know, you know, on that point, just to pick up on what Sheriff said, that I, I believe when we saw the, the first event, which took place pre-COVID, we had a great turnout for year one. And, and we saw business was actually being transacted on the floor. And I think right now, based on what you just heard, and then also us being in touch with many of our destination members that are in the meetings uh, event uh, field, the, the, there is pent up demand. So I think this is going to be another example where business will be conducted on the floor and people are going to have a chance to, uh, you know, at least get RFPs and hopefully uh, move things along. Because the sheriff said, I think the faucet is being turned back on. 
So that compression issue is going to be critical. And I think, again, if they can be face-to-face and have conversations and understand space and availability, it just sort of plays out perfectly as to, uh, you know, what we had envisioned for this program to begin with. Uh, Tyler, I don't know anyone who is rushing to get back to another Zoom meeting. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I, I live that comment. So uh, as we all do. Um, well, uh, before we go, um, I'm guessing people can find out more about uh, Business Events Industry Week and Destination Showcase um, at uh, the Destinations International uh, website. Uh, is there a, a place you're sending them to to learn more? Um, absolutely. On both websites, they are right on the homepage. You could okay. find out about, about uh, Business Events Week and the programs that we've got uh, um, collectively and with IE and, and EIC and, and LGBT, MPA. All of that is there. And also those organizations are pushing out their events. I will tell you that the IAE event is, is capped at 200 people because they want it to be superly powerful and impactful. And, and, and of course, um, uh, you know, registration is important to register early. Uh, we welcome as many people uh, to Destin- Destination Showcase. Uh, we think it's going to be our best ever. And, um, and, and truthfully, uh, I would submit that this is only our second year of, of coming together, but first year of Business Events Week, because, pro- because as we started it, COVID happened. And so yeah. um, this is the first year, I would say. Excellent. Well, uh, before we um, sign off, um, you know, the huge event is sort of the just the ongoing tragedy in Ukraine with the Russian invasion. And, um, you know, I know both of your organizations have issued statements about that. And 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 to their credit, a lot of industry organizations have really kind of made firm statements and decisions. Um, You know, what led you to do that and what you know, what um, what are your, your perspectives on that issue right now? Sheriff, go ahead. Go first. Um, first and foremost, I think that, you know, uh, any humanitarian suffering um, uh, in our society, we've got to try and um, uh, um, uh, um, to avoid. Uh, our, our goal is, regardless of what the grievances are, we don't want to see humanity, humanity suffering. And the pain of the Ukrainian, average Ukrainian person right now or people um, is, 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 is very tragic. And we want to make sure that doesn't happen. The second thing is that we have just gone through COVID and the world has gone through tremendous pain and we're still going through COVID and we've had incredible border restrictions. And now we are actually, um, because of COVID and, and, and so forth, we, we are seeing inflation, and, uh, but we're also seeing border restrictions. Uh, with, with the war in Ukraine, they, that would only add to border restrictions mm-hmm. and, uh, and challenges for people. So our industry focuses on bringing people together and solve complex issues. I believe this is an issue that we have to take head on and, uh, and not to get into politics, but, but for humanity's sake, we should be focused on, 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 on avoiding conflicts and, and, and supporting our fellow human beings around the world. And, and this day, we need to support our Ukrainians. You know, and on that point from our end, uh, after discussing with our board, you know, we're fortunate we have uh, about 625 members in 15 countries. So we have a global perspective. Uh, We had been in discussions for a lot of years with Moscow, but really our only member that we have right now is St. Petersburg. 
and um, we are we have decided to move forward and suspend their membership until hopefully these actions against the Ukraine settle down. But you know, like getting back to what Sheriff said, I think we all know that meetings and events and travel in general has always been the bridge to societies. It is uh, it has been ways to address issues between various cultures. So I think by the stand that's being made, you know, in in the business sector and in almost every sector right now, it's clearly making a statement to uh, to um, to Putin and others that it's not going to be tolerated and you're going to be held accountable for these unprovoked acts uh, against the Ukrainian people. So it's nice to see it, but but equally important, as as we all know right now, it's going to be important that our, the refugees find accommodations, they find temporary housing, and most importantly, they're fed. And we've been very involved so far with the World Kitchen, uh, which uh, we've already begun raising money through our members and our partners. So hopefully that Money can be spent uh, quickly and um, and put a hot meal into people's uh, uh, souls and their spirits while this while they're being displaced from their homes. So excellent. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, that's very nice sen- sentiments to um, to end this uh, podcast with. I really appreciate your time, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, thank Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, Thanks for having us. You're you're welcome. That indeed was uh, Sheriff Karamat and uh, Don Welsh. Uh, from PCMA and DI, respectively. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director of Meetings Today. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. And if you're interested in any other of the podcasts we do, um, head on over to meetingstoday.com. You'll see our podcast section there um, with lots of interesting discussions with uh, various thought leaders in the meetings and events industry. So thank you for joining us and uh, whatever you're up to with the rest of it, have a great day.